what in the world? It's March 12th, 2021. The Sharks don't allow a goals. They score six. What in the world? We're going to talk about this crazy game and win. <laughs> I'm shocked. Let's just do this right now. Teal Town After Dark. Chomp on in. Good evening, everyone. It is March 12th, 2021. The San Jose Sharks go to Disneyland and have a grand old time. I mean, they are—they had a grand old time. 6 nothing in the final. Let's talk about it right now. This is Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every single game, home and away. And if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. And, of course, follow us on the social. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and, of course, our Discord. And find everything at tealtownusa.com. That's right. It's Eric and Eric. And we're probably going to be talking a little bit about an Eric on the ice as well. Especially, actually, you know, more EK. You know, I think that's going to look really good tonight. Eric Landy, good evening, sir. How you doing, bud? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I, hey, this season was always going to be a let's take a game-by-game approach um, you know, we can't, uh, you know, we can't get too excited because it was Anaheim, but that being said, you take the victories where you can get them. And, uh, it was a good, uh, a good bonding moment for the team. That's for sure. But, but dude, we got to get excited. The sharks <laughs> are on a winning streak. They have won two in a row for the first time this season. My goodness, come on, Landy. Let's get excited here. We're going to get all all hunky-dory. Come on. Plan the parade route. We're just going to start at Santa Clara Street and work our way down to the Children's Discovery Museum with a detour at LaVix, and then you know we'll head it over there. Heck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's just... Uh... I don't know. I, I, I actually, honestly, I just feel kind of weird because I'm just so used to talking about losses. You know, like this is almost like a foreign experience to me. You know, we haven't had a two-game winning streak since what February of 2020. I mean, it's so, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy craziness. I tell you, <laughs> but it's it's great to see. It's nice to see. Um, you know, and it happens on an interesting day. That's that's for darn sure. Uh, with everything that's gone on with with what Doug Wilson said earlier today, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll we'll touch on that in a little bit. But uh, you know, and, and I, I see a lot of people giving giving the love for the uh, for the lettuce, Landy. Uh, I don't oh, know. Well, I mean, I know we've 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 seen the man bun for a while, but you know, I don't know that flow is kind of you, you know. I know it was there before Brody, but uh, hey, you know, it's looking good, my friend. Uh, yes, I know. I'm I'm channeling my inner Nordic right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this. The Sharks begin a four-game road trip visiting Anaheim and then Las Vegas. Man, if this was a road trip that I could go to, I would be um, I, I'd be down absolutely. Uh, so first period, you guys could come see me get right. some tacos and then we go to Vegas and have a fun time and then, you know, continue onward. But of course, you know, we're, in, we're almost at the, at the end of this, I think, but, uh, but, uh, knock on wood, we just got to have, uh, the therapeutics and the vaccines and stuff keep rolling out and we can get to our favorite team again. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Dubnik makes uh, his third straight start. He uh, looks more and more more confident tonight. In fact, even as we're getting some comments in the ch in the in the chat now, uh, Dubnik. I think I think the majority of them are about my hair. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to channel my inner Mike Ricci. Okay, guys. All right, that's that's who I'm going for. So, 
Yeah, he had a face only a mother could love, and and uh, I don't know about me, but I'm just I'm just gonna go. Just I'll just I'll just keep it there with the hair. <laughs> uh, Bob Bugner saying Dominic looked really good, real confident tonight. You could feel on the bench. Then you have Gabriel throwing the body. Uh, and of course, Tomas Hurdle. It, it, and I love what AG does it like this because I could totally get get the hurdle out of it. It's nice to be back after two weeks of doing nothing. It's nice to play with Tima, and you know the power play will look good and and this feel like good game. Yeah, I mean that. I think you know that's that's the best one <laughs> from Hurdle, of course. But getting into it, you know, the Sharks took advantage of their power plays and they haven't been coming as frequent as I thought they would be. You know, Silverberg takes that hooking call, but then Tomas Hurdle going with the, you know, with the bank shot, you know, off the post, off Gibson and in to make it one, nothing. Um, and I thought they, they had great chances on the power play tonight all around. I, I mean, I, I think we, we were talking about it off air, on just the areas that we wanted to cover tonight, and and you know you highlight that PowerPoint, uh, that excuse me PowerPoint, um, <laughs> yeah, it was like set up like a PowerPoint, right? Bing, bing, bang, boom. But no, where I was going with that was was that tonight it was one of those nights where the power play gave you the momentum. You know, after each power play, they looked positively energized. After the power play, you know, it looked like they were. Um, uh, possessive. I think that they were looking very, very strong on the half boards and it just, it just seemed like they were moving the puck with authority. Right. And, and that has been something that we have not, um, I, I you know, that we haven't seen. And, and so it was good to see that the power play, you know, kind of got out of its funk. So um, I, I thought that that first unit got some really good looks and then the second unit came in and, you know, really picked up where that was. And and I think that that'll be a consistent theme tonight is just that each line contributed, each defense pair contributed on top of the next. And it was very much a building block kind of game. Yeah. And, you know, again, we, we temper it with it being Anaheim, you know, Anaheim is going through, you know, their, their phase of their reset, rebuild, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, you have to take, all of the the results relative to to where everybody is in the standings um but they played like a dominant team needs to play over a lesser opponent and i think that that had been something that we had questioned because of the i guess inability to really um establish momentum especially in the first part of the in the of the year And so, again, you know, if, if the Sharks are going to work their way back, you have to do it game by game. This is a very good step in the right direction. And hopefully it gets some guys some more confidence, especially the guys coming back from injury and COVID. Yeah. And, and you, you hit it on the head with Hurdle coming back from being with dealing with COVID. And in fact, his whole family ended up having it and glad that they're all doing OK now. Uh, Timo Meyer coming yeah. back from an upper body injury. Uh, and, and then, as we were talking about before we went on the air, that line with with Matt Nieto because Balsters uh, is is out an undisclosed injury. I mean, uh, lower body, I believe, is yeah. what uh, what Buki said this morning. Uh, okay, I mean, but I mean, that line of Hurdle Meyer and in the Long Beach native, uh, you know, looked pretty good tonight. They looked fresh well, too. Yeah, I mean, I think. You've got the big bodies of Hurdle and um, and Timo, and and they like to throw their weight around. Um, you know, very much uh, puck possession kind of players. Right. But then you add the speed of Matt Nieto, who has always been very adept at picking the puck up. You know, he's always seems to be one of those guys that is is always a a, a takeaway here or a block there. And a very, you know, very strong defensive player, very speedy. So it's good to have him kind of be your puck retrieval, your kind of first four checker in. And then you kind of drop it down to to your two elephants, you know, that right kind of shotgun with you. And then you park your butt in front of the net and you look for the loose change. And that's what that line did all night. Hurdle really possessing the puck through the slot you know, with a lot of authority, I thought Timo um, 
was very quick to the puck. I thought his back checks were were decent tonight. Um, you know, his two hundred overall two hundred foot game looked healthy. Um, you know, he looked healthy. And yeah, I mean, he was rewarded um, with an assist on that power play because again, the the puck puck retrieval and and just you know the the head on the swivel accepting passes. You know, another thing, Eric, I wanted to bring up was uh, just the passes through the neutral zone looked very crisp tonight. I didn't see you know pucks exploding on people's sticks. I didn't see rushed passes. I just saw a very methodical um, a team out there tonight, which I, I it's like. I, I'm thinking to myself, am I watching the right team? I mean, this team looks like it's has some cohesion. Like it looks like they've played together for a little bit. So, um, yeah. And then of course, you know, we talk about the. I think that that fight right in the it was in the first period. I think? Yep, it was the first period. You know, a little after halfway through the period, Gabriel and Delorier. Uh, you know, and, and we'll we'll show the picture again of of how it went down. But I mean. Uh, a good tussle. I mean, I think Delore definitely got some punches in early, which is where uh, Gabriel was bleeding. Uh, Delore, I think, kind of got a, or excuse me, Gabriel got Delore uh, to have his visor hit him in the nose. Both were bleeding pretty well. But, uh, you know, and by the way, welcome. If you haven't joined us already, welcome. Feel free to join us in the chat. But, I mean, that face... I mean, come on, <laughs> let's go! And he was pumping up the, his his teammates big time, and uh, you know he, he didn't quite pick his spots. I think when uh, when he dropped the gloves, you know, the first couple of times, and uh, you know he he played like a little over ten minutes tonight, and and I thought he was he besides the fight, he actually had a little bit of a presence. Yeah, no, I I was kind of looking through the chat and and uh, uh, Laurel's asking if uh, Getzloff was a former shark. No, he no. he no, he was a Brian Burke draftee uh, back in the day for oh, yeah. the Ducks. So so uh, yeah, he goes back a while. Um, but yeah, going back to, could you repeat the question, Eric? I'm oh, sorry. I was just saying that Gabriel had a um. <clears throat> Gabriel. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. he, he, besides the fight, you know, I, I thought he kind of pressured some of the, some of the spots where, you know, I think Handemark had, had a chance early on in the, in the second period where, where they were getting chances off of those mistakes. Cause of the, big yeah, body. no, I, yeah. And, and I think the one thing that we saw, I mean, I mean, in that picture, I think it, it, it's just, um, captured perfectly, but he's dragging these guys into the deep end because this team is notorious for playing soft until they get somebody to rev their engine, so to speak. And love them or hate them, Rafi Torres was that guy that always dragged that team kicking and screaming into into a fist fight. Right. And the same thing with John Scott. I mean, when when somebody was man enough to face him and, and you know, John Scott would would kind of patrol the ice out there. Mind you, we can talk about the effectiveness of him, but just saying another one of those types of players where it's like you got to rally around these kind of like big teddy bear guys you know you hate to use like the cliche like goon right i mean right. The, the movie goon but uh, i mean it in hockey locker rooms it's kind of like that i mean it, it it's kind of they they still have a large place in, in the game especially amongst players for the more physical types of players they tend to always say that I mean, all the star players, whether it be from Gretzky or Lemieux or, um, you know, any of them, they'll tell you that they had a riding shotgun with them. You know what I mean? Right. That had a big, tough guy like a Marty McSorley or, um, you know, what have you. Um, so I, I is there still a place for for them in the game today? It's debatable, but you can't help but see how he makes them a little bit more physical. Right. I mean, it, it gives them the, the support of everything that, that they need to have the physicality. And, and like somebody said in the chat, you know, uh, and I'll say it, David H., uh, you know, 
Gabriel also means Kane doesn't have to fight, which keeps him on the ice so he can do what he does. I mean, that's that's kind of the whole thing. Yes, Kane can be that tough guy as well, but you can also have a guy that's doing those physicality things, and it is like our Ryan Reeves of sorts, you know, and there's been talk about in the chat, you know, Rafi Torres could play hockey too. Um, yeah, I mean, come, you know, usually when those teams don't have have the quote-unquote goon, you know, it's not going to be successful. I mean, we saw that with Mike Brown, and then he was eventually let go. And Chris, you just hit it on the head, you know, here. Uh, the numbers show... Th- Teams with goons win less. So the numbers over the last decades, plus have teams at the top of the standings and winning the cup with few goons in sight. You know, you really can't play them in tight situations. You're going to end up overtaxing your your offensive talent. But to have that physicality in the way and having that scoring touch is would be huge. Yeah, I mean, if 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 Gabriel can can at least just park himself in the net and 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 play competently, you know, in his own end, then I think he's a net positive because he also brings that physicality. Um, You're Chris is exactly right. You you can't just be a pure, you know, face masher anymore because you'll get skated right, right over. You know I mean? Somebody will just out skate you and then what's the point? So you have to have guys that can play the game, but that are not afraid to kind of mix it up. You've got to have, both the speed, but you also have to have the will to fight, right. right? You have to have the will to stand up and and take some lumps and take some bruises for your team, um, to kind of at least give the 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 players a rallying point, you know, for for anything. And I, and I know again, people will like to argue the intangibles and all that, but again, I don't. The the atmosphere or the culture amongst players, I think, is still there is still room in their you know in their minds for somebody that can can dish it out. I mean, and the thing is, is that some people would say the sharks are a little soft, that they can be thrown around, and and this kind of adds that piece to be like, hey, not everybody can be thrown around like that, and, and that's a huge one. Uh, speaking of, but but we just you just have to make sure. That it's not just Gabriel alone. Right. Everybody has to 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 really have that mindset of we're going to stick up for each other because, you know, again, if it's just Gabriel doing it and he's not, you know, really influencing the momentum, then then what is the point, right? So it's got to be buy-in from the entire team, um, you know, to to really play for each other and and really try to, you know, muster. Um, whatever kind of of team spirit that they can. Right. No, and, and Kevin kind of hits it on here. Uh, the Sharks aren't a top team, so what Gabriel brings is some edge that hopefully rubs on the rest of the team for when they eventually do become a good team again after he's gone. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can you can really uh, try to get that, that confidence, get that, I, I want to say, exuberance and excitement going. But uh, just get the adrenaline going uh, would be huge in in my mind. And, you know, those little things will lead to little things. And and Dubnik saying, you know, post game, we played hard the right way. It was a fun one to be part of. You know, Dubnik had a huge save. And and honestly, I would say it was a save of the game where, you know, he had to go cross crease and and stone one of the ducks. And that eventually led to. Uh, the two-on-one where Burns feeds Evander Kane for his 10th of the year to make it 2 nothing, like about a minute, less than a minute into the second period. I thought Dubnik played outstanding. I mean, obviously, he got the shutout. I mean, my gosh, a Sharks goaltender. How many people have been making fun of the Sharks and and their net-minding? Dubnik with a 34-save shutout. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, I think you're exactly right. Uh, in targeting the goaltending as a, as a place for, for where the Sharks uh, rallied behind. Because after that big save, they come back on the rush and they pot a goal in. And and this is what happens when you've got the guys maybe clutching the stick a little bit less because they understand that if they make a mistake, that it's not going to just end up in the goal. 
right? There's a different way that the guys play when they feel secure in the back of the net. And, you know, unfortunately, Jones has not really gotten a lot of traction on this season. Um, and I think the team plays differently in front of him than when they do with Dubnik. I think the team kind of reflects the goaltender. He kind of sets the tone, right? Dubnik's kind of more of a fiery guy, kind of a guy who who wants to, you know, make a little bit more of an acrobatic save. Um, you know, maybe, you know, you cannot blame him on on the effort any any night in goal. So, you know, he just he kind of leaves it all out there, and the team tends to respond a little bit better than that. Uh, better to that than with Jones, who, you know, his body language can suffer at times, who seems to have some mental mistakes here and there. Um, and and I think that that also reflects on the play in front of him as well. So uh, goaltending was, I think, you know, if anything, you could give Doobie an assist there on that on that second goal. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, absolutely. It, you add on to. You know, you're not going to give him, you know, a tertiary assist per se, but I mean, that's what led to it. And when you have good goaltending to back you up, uh, it gives you that confidence for you to do other things. And in this case, get that second goal. And, and that was essentially putting this game away, honestly. So that made it 2 nothing. You know, the second period, I thought it went back and forth. I thought the Ducks had a really good second period, and I thought they were going to... Uh, take over this game per se but they were stopped by Devin Dubnik and in the third period you know um holy heck the offense just exploded <laughs> I mean you know the Sharks get another power play and uh Eric Carlson yes the Eric Carlson with a bomb of a shot and and honestly Gibson had and I think I tweeted this out when I was doing the gif for it <clears throat> Had more traffic in front of them than I than I five in downtown LA. I mean, there's no way I think you could really give give Gibson a chance with that shot. Uh, just a big old clapper to uh, make it three nothing. And uh, Carlson, all right, you even showed some speed to to hit the icing call. You know, earlier tonight, I think he really is starting to fingers crossed starting to finally show you know why he's 11 and a half million dollars richer every year yeah yeah i think he has i think that he has definitely looked better i think that i still question the frequency at which he shoots the puck because i think he can sometimes defer a little bit too much, but tonight he was definitely putting the puck on the net and that slapper is, is very, very good. And so when he shoots the puck, when he's able to rush the puck up and when he's able to use, utilize his best asset being his speed, he's a very effective player. The thing that I've always had my qualms with, with Eric is that he plays when he wants to play. You know, and it, it's yeah. it's playing on his timetable and that can be very frustrating at times. So five, sixteen, nine was that super chat from Chris. Thank you, Chris. Nice, Chris. Nice <laughs> uh, super chat from Chris. JWS Missy, but hope you're doing well. I'm just happy this team has been fun to watch more often than not the last 10 to 15 games. Um. And he's yeah, true. they're 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 in it. I mean, they're, they're, you can't say that there haven't been in it. I mean, there've been a there. I think the, one of the games about with Vegas, I was very dejected. But uh, you know, besides that, let let's get back to five hundred. And and once we get back to five hundred, we can we can start to to climb the mountain that that is you know the 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 standing. So you just, like I said, you just got to take it game by game, and of course. You know, up to that point, Banker has has got two assists on the night, and um, Burnsy and Couture also chipping in yep. with with assists as well. And Burnsy having a, having uh, a two assist night tonight. Um, I just I thought the whole back end played well. I mean, I saw Nikki Kanishov making some really really good plays and making some good um, 
you know, some good rushes up the ice and, and showing some sneaky speed. Um, he did take a big hit and I was a little worried for the kid cause it looked like he got, you know, his bell rung a little, um, but he popped right back up and, and yeah, I thought that the back end played very, very well tonight. I thought that they were transitioning, they were fluid and again, just being very, um, deliberate with where they put the puck. Yeah. And they they really showed their their way around everything. The defense played well. I mean, I, I thought Kinesian had maybe one or two like, uh oh, watch out. But the team helped him out, and that's what I think is key to see is that the team helped him out, get the puck out, help him out, and everything. So, you know, really good. I to mean, see. and yeah, and and Redim Shimmick too. I think that's another guy that that we need to highlight who has definitely Whoa. picked his game back up. Fangio. Whoa, Angio! Hey, now. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm not sure. It says 65. I don't know what sek is. Um, somebody help help us out here. Uh, but hey, Dex, I feel you, bro. Hope for the same result tomorrow. Fangio, thank you so much. Appreciate it, big time. Um, someone, someone get the get the uh, the conversion rate going for the sek. <laughs> yeah, and not only that, but uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, all of your guys' donations help pay for this show. I mean, look, this year we've got my setup, which is now, you know, uh, uh, so much better, you know, and, and we're not talking about my laundry anymore, you know, and and that was all due to to your guys' donations, um, you know, and, and helping us out and, and really distributing gear amongst the amongst the team. So we really appreciate it. Um, it, it all goes to a great place. Yes. Um, and uh, not only that, <laughs> but you can hit us up on the on the Venmo too at Teal Town USA, um, you know, because you yeah, you don't have to worry about the Google fees. Right. And, and it goes to help support your favorite set, the portion of the show. So Fangio, uh, 65 Swedish Krona. So Fangio, are you are you checking this out in Sweden, my friend? I would love to hear where you're at. In fact, let, let's get the roll call. I know that it's not Twitter mission, but I'd love to hear where everybody's coming coming in from tonight here as we, uh, as we uh, quickly recap the third period here. So... Carlson gets a second on the power play, makes it three nothing. Timo, was it me or did it kind of deflect? Did he have like a little bit of a a shot there that kind of was like going through, going you know, a little bit of a fan that kind of fooled uh, Gibson there to make it four nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm just pulling up the goal now, and I think it was kind of one of those like fluttery type goals, but we'll we'll see here. So we've got uh, okay, so we've got the Ducks coming entering into the zone. Mm -hmm. They put a shot wide, okay, and then you've got okay, nice pass out by Meyer. Then Timo takes it back. Yeah, and it almost seems like maybe it came off that duck you know, the ducks, um, stick that was trying to put it in the lane. And, and I've always been one that if you're going to try and block a shot, you, you've got to make sure that you block it either that, or you just let your goaltender take care of it because, um, you know, you're going to get weird bounces. I mean, it seemed like all of the weird bounces in the beginning of the year were going against us. And now it seems like, you know, once they've put the work in it and, you know, one of my patented phrases that I've always say is you make your own luck, yep. you know, and, and, and so that was one of those kind of goals tonight. And it was good for Timo because like I said, coming back off of the injury, um, you know, a couple game layoff, it was good to see that he didn't look like he missed a step. And, and of course it's Anaheim. So it's Timo time in Anaheim, of course, but let me, let me do this really quick. Landy Fangio, uh, yeah, he's in he's in Sweden. It's seven fourteen in the morning over there. So Fangio, good to see you. Let's kind of go through these really quick, and people are going to kill me for this. Chula Vista, that is where Craig Cox was from, the guy who scored the first goal in Sharks franchise history. Uh, oh boy, I'm totally that's where my girlfriend's from. Nice. Uh, from Finland, Mogen Bomaru. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not, but uh, from Finland. So, uh, you know, we have Finn from South Florida, you know, uh, Landy, Jerry, you know, Chris, all from San Diego as well. You know, uh, love to see it. Love to see it. Redding, California for Laurel. 
you know, I know Roe is is out here in the Bay Area. So appreciate uh, appreciate you guys reaching out worldwide, and we appreciate you doing it. If you haven't already, not like I don't need to tell you this over and over again. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell. That'll notify you when we go on the air live after every single Sharks game. So appreciate each and every one of you tuning in. Totally appreciate that. But let's finish this up here. You know, and Kevin LeBanc's goal. Okay. Uh, Evander King with a beautiful move to get by the defenseman. Then he feeds it over to to LeBanc. Puts Gibson way out of position. I mean, again, it was like the vault was open for him. For him to just put his stimulus check in, for crying out loud, for the banker. Yeah, you know what? I want to call this like the swagger line, you know, because this this line has got the combination of of snappy dressing with Evander and LeBanc. You got, you know, Couture who's just clutch and, and you know, just exudes that swag. So let's right. call it the swagger line. And um, boy, boy, howdy. I mean, you cannot talk more about how well Kevin LeBanc responded to that benching. Big time. I I I thought, you know, you didn't embarrass the player because it was only for one period, right? You you said, "Hey, look, like this this is not acceptable the way in which you're playing. You need to be held responsible and accountable." And Kevin even came out and said, "I didn't deserve to play the way that I was playing." So you have the under you have the player understanding and buying into it. Uh, you know, Bob Bugner pushed the right button tonight push the right button tonight and then to trust him to put him back into his his position and he rewarded him with with a hell hell of a performance tonight i mean uh he's got one two two assists and a goal three point night after a benching in the third period uh, man you talk about a guy who i coming into the into this year had some real doubts about I think that we all had some doubts about where he was going to go, what his commitment level was after that last season, but to see him really grow in front of our eyes tonight, that was, that was kudos to him. And um, I hope that he continues because my goodness, when he's got, when he's got his hard, hard hat on, he's a hell of a player. He's a hell of a player, but it's, it's again, it's, it's, he plays when he wants to play. And he plays 200 feet when he wants to play 200 feet. And if you're going to play Sharks hockey, it's a 200-foot game, and and you got to be buying into it every night. So, uh, again, it was good to see the player respond positively to to a a disciplinary action. He didn't cry about it, didn't whine about it. He took his medicine, came back stronger. Really, really like that. One goal, two assists on the night, you know, with some great shots all around, you know, three shots on goal on the night, uh, definitely helped out. His his whole line looked good on the evening. Him and Evander Kane, uh, and throwing Couture. Couture had a he had a good game. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't show up too much, but he just he had just one assist. But I thought he played well. I, so I thought overall, everybody got in the scoring, including congratulations to Frederick Handemark, his first NHL goal. It's unassisted. He gets he seals the puck. Hey, another one, in. another one for Danish hockey. You know, it's good good to see him. Um, you know, representing uh, our Scandinavian brethren. You know, yeah, uh, they might be Danes, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, my uh, just for for the person that's in in Finland and for Sweden, my family's from Norge and they're from Bergen. So, yeah, part of my my Scandinavianness. So, <laughs> anyhow. Um, yeah, no, I think it was, I mean, honestly, all effort on that play. And and that's the kind of thing that's going to keep you in the lineup. And that's it, the kind of effort that's going to keep you in the lineup. And that's the effort the Sharks need to move on and do things that they're used to be doing, you know. So uh, that pretty much is it. You know, the the Sharks get the get the win. Dumnik gets a 34-save shutout. Wins 6-0. Oh, my goodness. You know, so uh oh, uh oh, Kevin, Kevin calling me out. Did I, did I screw that up, uh-oh. Kevin? I thought he was Danish. Uh oh, Kevin. Uh oh, 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 Hanemark, Swedish. Swedish. He's from Bor. 
<laughs> four or that's for you to say. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Sweden. Yeah. Okay. My bad. You know what? Correction. He is Swedish. Never mind. <laughs> so we, I guess I was thinking maybe true and Blickfield. No, true and true and somebody else is Danish. I gotta find I this think now. It was true and Blickfield that you were thinking of. Uh, at yeah. PJ John Swenson, good friend of mine. Uh, Hannah Mark on pace for forty-two goals. I love it. I, I'm down with it. Uh, Dubnik on if he's playing his best hockey right now. Quote, I think I'm getting there. You gotta, you, you like to have the swagger. You like to have that swagger going on. A uh, hurdle on Dubnik's early second period save on Max Quemtois. You need to, you need this from your goalie, and he makes an unbelievable save. It was sure a game changer. And again, like I said, Landy, that's where you need to get those, those, those big saves from your goaltender and your defense to help, you know, help out. Yeah, I think Burns kind of was kind of got burned on that play but then he picks then he makes up for it to the other way to get that goal huge 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 one uh and that's where uh, yeah this i mean come together yeah the shot in the arm with the goaltending i mean look look at what they can do with i mean tonight was above i think an above average game but if they just got average goaltending where would this team be right i think that this this team would be hovering a little bit closer to to at least being 500, but hovering a little bit closer than that fourth fourth spot. Um, when the team is able to, like I said, draw on that confidence of the goaltender, things are good. So I'll, I'll ask you this because I think it, it brings up an interesting question. Oh boy. Does, <laughs> I mean, does this, does this start the usurping of, of Jones, uh, you know, for the crease? Because I, I think, Doobie bought himself another start, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing him back to back. Man, that's tough, because you know you're gonna you're gonna want to play him the first game in Vegas on Monday night. True, but I mean, do you give Jones a chance against Anaheim, get him the start. Hopefully, he can figure things out, and give Dubnik a rest to maybe go back to back in Vegas you know, two games in three nights, or do you just keep going with the hot hand? That's the tough part. And, you know, I know there are a lot of people who, who want Jones to, to not see the ice anytime soon. I'm, I'm almost tempted to go, f go, you know, four in a row with Jones with, uh, excuse me, four in a row with Dubnik. I, I, I think I err on that side too, because I don't think you want to, here's the thing. If Jones comes in tomorrow and let's say it's like a 4-2 type of game where he lets four in and just gets this team deflated once again right. and deflated going into Vegas. I don't think that that's a recipe for success. I think it needs to be Dubnik. I think he needs to, to stay in the net to kind of keep this momentum going. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for Jones, he's gonna have to find he's gonna have to have his coming to coming to jesus moment so to speak you know goaltending jesus um because oh the thing is eric at the beginning of the season he looked like okay maybe the extra time with adam francilla was gonna you know pan out and and maybe having a little bit more time with nabokov was gonna help him but I see a guy who's just regressed again, and and you can just say regressed in his play, but you can also say regressed into the net. Right. And, and this is the third season of this. You hate you hate to see it because you've you've made a contractual obligation to the player. True. But. And I don't mean Alex. True. Go on. Yeah, but I I don't think. I don't think you can come back from that again. I don't think you can come back to this fan base with Jones for a fourth year in a row of, of, of subpar goaltending and there not be consequences. So I'm kind of more in the buyout or send them to the CUDA to tune up. I mean, maybe you don't, maybe you just do straight out a straight buyout because 
unfortunately, or or at least not even a straight bat, but just like a don't have him report to to the team because <laughs> I I know I mean you don't want to take away from from Melnichuk and from um God help me Eric with the other goaltender please Cornash <laughs> or Cornish, well his, his his name changed so Lacey help me out here because I know that that his name kind of kind of changed it's not Cornash it's um oh gosh why can't I why can't I trigger my inner Nick Nolenberger here you know uh but yeah i it's tough to say i mean you're you're kind of stuck with him unless dw sweetens the pot for for them to grab jones or they buy him out you know i i mean but i don't who 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 wants to touch that contract exactly i mean the, who 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 wants to touch that contract and 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 at, at okay the, i i i you maybe He's a change of scenery kind of guy where like a Mitch Korn or a um, the goaltending coach down in, in, in Nashville or, you know, th- those 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 places where goalies that are not necessarily, you know, not necessarily good, but can kind of draw from the structure of the team. You, you know, maybe if he goes there, he can find his game again. But I don't know that this team and this organization has the answers for him. Yeah, and, and again, it could be something similar to like I would say Alex Smith, who who just was dealt a tough hand in, with the Niners, and then he went to the Chiefs and the Redskins. Or excuse me, Washington Football Team. Excuse me, yikes! My apologies on that one. Um, and had a good, had a really good stellar career after that, you know. Uh, Darren Stevens with a great fact. Hannah Mark is the third Sharks player in history to score his first NHL goal on Ryan Miller. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. It tells you how long Ryan Miller's been around around the league. So well, yeah, well I remember when Ryan Miller was playing a Buffalo and stymieing the Sharks. So you know, you remember they had that whole like. I think it was like a 10-year span where they hadn't won in Buffalo or something like that. Uh, up until the debut of Joe Thornton in Teal. Yeah, so I – yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely seen some – some definitely seen some hockey in front of him, and I don't know, it's probably the last last year of his career, so. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, yeah, it'll be it, – it'd be interesting to see when he wraps it up where he ends up. And definitely uh, USA goal. He's definitely very high up there. Right. You know. Uh, so Kevin Lacey says, Kojanash. Kojanash. Hopefully, I'm hang, I'm getting close to that. But Kojanash. Uh, not to get confused with Kozamore from uh, Sacramento Kings pregame live on NBC. Uh, Is that sports. one Jim? That's Kozumore? one Jim Kozamore. Yep. So the Sharks win this one six nothing over. The Anaheim Ducks. They will play tomorrow, uh, same same time uh, from uh, in Anaheim. And man, this would be a huge one if they can jump back into it. So, uh, you know, I know we we said forty likes. Let's go thirty. Let's go thirty six and get that Venmo donation. Uh, all, of course, appreciate it all out there uh, joining joining us tonight, uh, seeing familiar faces and new faces in here appreciate you all here that's why we want to teal together for you but uh you know while while we see uh while we while we see uh if we can hit that well, that uh re- yeah let's let's have that let's have that discussion about the the doug wilson conference call today because i think that there were some interesting tidbits in there yeah so it's a reset it is not a rebuild it's not a retool it's a reset um which i think a lot of people are going to focus on um and you know It's about time that that we got something, and I think I think Doug has been frustrated with with everything that's gone on with his with his team. But uh, Shang Pang from San Jose Hockey, now we appreciate you uh, kind of live tweeting it a little bit on here. Uh, it's just one of those things that uh, uh, you, you would hope 
you would hope that uh, with things coming around. You know, the funny thing is, and John, John, thank you for the super chat, $5. I like the cool shark backdrop. Um, Which one? <laughs> well, he said app hut guy. I'm like, oh. you know, the, the funny thing is, is I've, I had my camera lower, so I guess nobody saw it. But this, I've had this the whole time. <laughs> That's the funny thing. So I'll make sure to elevate my, my uh, camera next uh, keep that going for it and then of course josh d's i will fight you curtis gabriel probably <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah uh, oh we were looking at oh what we were shang paying on here um you know ooh, ooh, what? ooh! did did we get the did we get the well, we did we the got donation. to 38 and, and jerk of course comes and back we got two the, donations and two donations so hashtag <laughs> jerk i'm sorry we're going to get to that. Uh, another thing, too, is uh, the game that was scheduled uh, for February 25th when Hurdle got the uh, got the Rona, as AJ would say, uh, has been rescheduled for April 23rd. Um, Landy, you know when Game 7 was a couple of years ago? Would it be April 23rd? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you know. Uh it's just definitely, you know, uh, interesting to see how that how that will work out. I, I oh, I I just I know that Steve Hatchapetros in the NHL uh, operations office just loves trolling us. I just I just I know it. I know just somewhere deep inside, there's a there's an inner Kings fan or an inner Vegas fan that you know that is heartbroken or something because oh my god the vendettas on this team with scheduling it's <laughs> no never kidding. ending seriously uh the elephant saying landy's is better yeah i'll give him that you know for sure so let's get to some of these comments now that i got it pulled up here uh dw declares i'm not going to be training our first round pick at the trade deadline well yeah i mean i think that's kind of a given considering that you know that might be a very valuable asset uh, especially if you don't qualify for the playoffs right now. Um, and then he and he went on to say that the team's approach changed around the draft. Philosophy went from committing to more, went now to a reset that em included emphasizing younger players. Uh, but he, he, he says there's no reason that he can't ex be back in a very good position next season. Uh, and, of course... And didn't I mean didn't completely shut down the idea of um oh thank you PJ appreciate oh, it John Swenson thank you very much uh, yeah and and so so just going back to it I mean he didn't rule out the Sharks you know playing their hardest to get into the playoffs this year um I think like I said before it, it's, that's a game game by game situation we'll take it as it comes but I thought it was pretty interesting he went back to the nine players that he drafted um, he went back to his normal, um, you know, if I can find a player that fits now into the future, that he was still open to that. Um, and, and really he looked, I mean, Eric, the thing that, that kind of shocked me the most was he looked very tired and, and, and you could just see that, that this team has gone through a lot this season. I think, think it's insofar as logistics for a team with travel and with, uh, you know, playing situations, you got to feel for this team. You, you feel for this team. Granted, yes, they had some slight differences because of the whole camp in Arizona. But at the same time, you know, uh, it, it's it's tough to say that, you know, you had everybody do the same thing. You know, yes, they started. They had camp in Arizona. Yes, they went on a twelve-game road trip. But those shouldn't be used as excuses at this point. This is what they need to do. This is what they had to do. And yeah, that is tough to be away from family and everything. I think I remember. I think I heard one time that Devin Dubnik hadn't even you know set up his house in the Bay Area, and to the point where his family said, "Screw it, we're just going to stay up in Minnesota uh, for the year." You know, you just do your thing. Um, and that's tough. You know, that's really yeah. tough. But at the same yeah. time, at the same time, though, you know, there wasn't a whole lot that was done to this team. I mean, Ryan Donato, yes, he, he was one. But however, now he's on a 17-game schneid. Um, 
and hasn't sniffed the shootout yet. <laughs> you know, the the tougher the tougher thing is is that that's a good player that we that I think we saw. We're starting to see the players that we thought we might see last year come and make a difference. And you see the likes of Leonard, Shemilovsky, Handemark tonight, you know, getting Rudolf Balsers back, you know. And Chekovic, Chekovic coming back from the K. Yeah, and Chekovic is on his way back from Russia from the KHL. It's it's going to be tough. And you know what? I think a, a lot of fans, and we've seen it in the chat, Landy, you know, I think a lot of people are ready are ready to finally accept, let's build this around. You know, we had a terrific run. I mean, shoot, essentially the time from 03 to 2019 was our window. And how many, and, and I would think Doug Wilson kept that window open for probably close to, what, maybe eight to 10 years longer than some people were saying. You know, I remember in 09 when the Ducks eliminated the Sharks. It's like, okay, you got to get rid of Nabby. You got to get rid of Jumbo. You got to get rid of Patty. And look what happened. They just tried to find the other spot. And they, yeah, they didn't get the big shiny thing. But, you know, now you got to get going and fix, get this thing back together. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be tough. There's going to be some pain. Not to steal Mike Babcock's, you know, thing in Toronto. But it's going to be a tough one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, really, the 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 era of Thornton and and Pavelski is is in the books, um, you know, and and you turn the page. Whether or not we were ready for that, debatable, but you've got to have the the next generation of players step up. Um, you've you've got to you've got to also replenish the system and, and really get guys um the the time to develop you don't you want to reward young players when they do well you want to be able to teach young players when they have times that um you know that that they need to kind of recover their game like a like a um uh, well true in blickfield of course going back down but but also a noah gregor you know getting some time to to kind of figure out his game and and so the thing to me that I wanted to see this year was growth, mm-hmm. um, growth in the young players, um, because I, I was kind of you, you could read the tea leaves on where this team was, you know, so so I have always said, you know, it's let's take it a game at a time. Let's let's also see where we can grow and develop and then just take in those little moments, those little those fun moments that are. You know, like a Leonard scoring his first goal or a Handemark scoring his first goal or, um, you know, just those little milestones that you can pull out. I mean, I don't I, you know, for everybody asking, I don't think we're going to see very much activity for the Sharks insofar as trades or or anything like that. Maybe they might take a piece off here or there. But to be quite honest, I mean, I don't even think Patrick Marlowe really cares about moving on somewhere else to be quite honest with you i think once he breaks the record i I have a feeling that that's probably going to be his last you know it was his his last season i i love the fact that that he's been such a competitor and and such a great shark um but this year i think has really shown that that it's i think it's time i I think it's time and and it sucks um to say that because i mean of course i mean me and eric it's it's pretty well known that we're both patrick morrow lovers here and um you know the the i i would say that he's a he's a hall of famer uh, especially with the stints in toronto getting him a little bit more coverage um just i mean on, on games played alone you know kind of like if if the nhl had a uh, an analogous to the veterans committee that brings somebody in, you know, but, but not a first ballot kind of guy, but a guy that is like, okay, you know, that'll he, eventually he probably, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with him. And also too, you know, once he kind of breaks that record, I'd like to see maybe, maybe another young player getting a chance to play in, in that position, you know? Well, the tough thing about that though, is he still has his Ironman streak going. Um, I mean, I um, unless he comes back for another season, that that's not gonna that one won't be broken. 
so we'll we'll see about that. Um, but I don't know if that, that'll happen in San Jose or not. So we'll see. Um, John, John, with the Super Chat donation again, thank you. Uh, once we are back to normal, can we plan an awesome Sharks get-together? Oh, yeah, you know it. We, I mean, was about, uh, in fact, I think it was a couple of days ago, I, I think I put on my Instagram that uh, we had our, I think it was like two years ago, we had the uh, Teal 10 USA Day at the Tank. I know, Landy, you weren't able to make it up there then. But we, I mean, five years ago, you came up and we had the tweet up and we got to tour tour the arena with the, with a bunch of uh, of our fellow fans. And, uh, you know, it's stuff like that that I love. It absolutely is. You know, it's been a year since... Uh, everything went down. In fact, Landy, you and me, I think along with Ian and AJ were on as, as we found out, um, this night last year that the, um, NHL was going on pause along with NBA and along with a lot of other things. And, um, it's, it's been, you know, just a, just a second on, on reflecting on, and I think it's been a year of, um, a year of a lot of extremes. I think we're all learning to live, um, you know, with uncertainty. Um, and I think we've also started to become used to the isolation a little bit and, and just kind of used to those, those sad and unhappy kinds of feelings because we've all been kind of cooped up and, and not only that, but when you coop large people, you know, large gatherings of people together, you're going to get friction. And I think a lot of people's mental health have, has has definitely taken a shot. So, you know, I know one of the first things that I want to do is, is you know, grab grab beers with with all my fellow Sharks fans, you know, and and, you know, roam the halls of the tank and, and yeah. uh, you know, just really taking that experience, you know, getting that Levix after the game mm-hmm. or going to Nick the Greek or going to, you know, uh, San Pedro before the game. You know, there's just uh, it's it's a it's a, a beautiful and weird and uh, awesome community. Um, you know, I think when you are repping the teal and part of the tribe, you do really feel it. Um, and, and you really do, uh, see the appreciation from all your other fellow, fellow fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do, we do, uh, give rubbings to those who, those of us who aren't with our tribe. And, and I think we, we hang with most of the league insofar as, <laughs> you know, rowdiness factor goes. Right. Um, but, but again, I mean, those are the kinds of camaraderie and the kinds of, of things that that we've missed for a long time. So it, it'll be good to, like I said, to get back out there and, um, you know, let's uh, let's keep the the positive momentum going. Yep. And uh, I, you know, I, I just can't say, um, you know, how excited I am to to getting back out there and and you know just talking to everybody. You know, the one thing I will say just to add to end on all this is, is don't be afraid to, to go back out there and, and to, you know, in, intermingle in, in real life, because, you know, if you, if you stay tucked in your corner, I think you're just robbing yourself of some really, really good, um, you know, some really, really good mental health being out there with your fellow fans. Yeah. And, and I look forward to that. I mean, uh, I got my first vaccine shot on Monday. I am, fortunate to have that and hopefully everybody will be on their way soon uh and again uh, you know i know the sharks have used this but i I first came up with teal together and and i and it's honestly it's more than just a little slogan it it means a lot when we teal together it's something special and i can't wait to teal together with everybody very very soon uh, not, I mean, you, not, you not, just saw how, how much we were chopping at the bit when we didn't have hockey, you know, it was like, oh my God, when are we going to get back to our friends? You know, when right. are we going to, you know, talk about the game that we love and, and have everybody congregate to, to talk about this team? Yeah. So. Uh, moving along because we are running long. Well, uh, like AJ says on the technologist, we're going to tell their affiliates we are running long tonight. Uh, Josh D's with a super chat donation. Uh, I was in Dallas for that game when it was canceled. It sucked. I had to look at the Delt all weekend from our Airbnb. That sucks. That's a bummer. And I know there's a lot of Sharks fans, um, a lot of Sharks fans uh, that make that trip to Dallas. Um, 
Oh, jeez. And Laurel, you're right. We lost Mike Nevis two years ago on the 10th. Yeah. Oh. March. March. Yeah. yeah. We love you, Mike. Uh, we one, of the origin- one of the OGs. One of the yeah. OGs. Yeah, definitely. So we hit the 40. We hit the 40 like mark. You know, so yes. So let, we'll we'll do a quick wrap around. In fact, we'll even get you caught up on on the Barracuda in a sec. But we'll go through the scores really quickly. Golden Knights win five for four. Uh, Riley Smith with the game winning goal in overtime. Bennington not off to a great start after signing his six year thirty six million dollar deal to keep him in St. Louis. Uh, the Wild. Shut out uh, the Coyotes for nothing. Talbot this time with the shutout and Kaprizov with a hat trick in this one. I think he's got the Calder wrapped up, don't you think? <laughs> uh, in... And the winner is Krill Kaprizov. Right. <laughs> Krill the thrill, I think they're calling it. How dare you? That's an insult to Will Clark. Uh, in Edmonton, the Oilers win 6 2 over the Ottawa Senators. And this one, uh, you know, Nick David, Barry, Nurse, Dreisaitl, Anis Haas. And they all got the victory there. Mike Smith with the victory in net for the Oilers as they try to challenge the Leafs, who just seem like they are a juggernaut. <laughs> if you ask Mike Johnston from Sportsnet. Uh, the Avalanche shut out the LA Kings 2-0. Uh, Rantanen and McKinnon with the game-winning goals in that one. Uh, and that is it. Uh, do we? And, and this is a. The, and this is the one thing. This is a first, folks. This is a first from Kevin Lacey of all people. The show is going so well. Do we have to talk about the Barracuda? Ah, sadly, you know what? I know, but. Ooh, Barracuda. Sadly, we do have to talk about the Barracuda because they play tonight in Bakersfield against the Condors. And, well, it didn't go well, folks. Uh, the Barracuda lose 4-1 to one in this one. Uh, they go to 5-4-2-0 on this this season. Uh, Alex True with the only goal for your for your Barracuda on, on this night. Uh, and, uh, you know, Jay Woodcroft has that team going uh, in Bakersfield. That's for for darn sure. But uh, uh, Lexi Melnichuk, 18 saves on 22 shots. A rough one there. And that's why, you know, we're not ready to rush uh, rush Melnichuk up. So there's that. Uh, oh, <laughs> super chat. Okay, okay, fine. You hit 43 likes. I think it's I think it's more than deserving to say it. I demand you say it right. All right, all right. Reach around. Well, <laughs> there you yeah, go. we'll give you, we'll give you the quickie reach around. All right. Yes, there you Just go. Just a quickie. Yes. So there's your reach around for that. Uh, again, the Sharks will be back on the ice tomorrow against. Well, excuse me, Saturday. If you're watching this, you know, outside the Central and Eastern time zones. Uh, Marty, yes, thank you for mentioning that. Ozzy Weisblatt had a nice night for the Prince Albert Raiders uh, as the Western Hockey League gets going again. So uh, I think it was a two-point night for Ozzy, and so let's hope he keeps that going, and uh, we'll get him. We'll get him on there. So there you go on that one. Uh, so let's bring this to a wrap. In case you missed anything, when you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, our YouTube channel, please subscribe. Please tell a friend. It really goes a long way, and we really appreciate it. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. I think we're going to try to get Radio.com added onto this as well. And, of course, always available at TealTownUSA.com. Landy, as always, appreciate you, buddy. Uh, thank you for uh, for uh, helping us out tonight. Your final thoughts and where the people can find you. Uh, final thoughts. Okay, let's uh, keep the positive uh, mojo going. You know, let's uh, have a good first period. Establish the game tomorrow night early, so that you're not chasing the game and you're not uh, worrying about the gas left in the tank. Uh, 
uh, get those um, third and fourth liners some some more minutes to kind of conserve them for Vegas. And as far as where you can find me, you can find me on all of the social media garbage that is using my first name, Eric with a K, Landy, L-A-N-D-I. And yeah, also check me out on the uh, the Genuine Draft, doing some uh, cool stuff over there, uh, bringing the repping the Teal Town and uh, bringing the Sharks content to uh, to, uh, to the uh, to the ge- the friendly gentleman that is Roe over there. Yep. Absolutely, Roe's awesome. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. We'll be back with you tomorrow or Saturday, wherever you're watching this, following Sharks and Ducks, and then of course, you know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We hope it's fun because, you know, fun must be always, especially when you're visiting the happiest place on earth. Even if you can't have a churro and lobster nachos. That's all I'm saying. So for Eric, I'm Eric. You have a good night. And until tomorrow, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night, everyone. We will see you Saturday night.